Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, darlings all. Welcome to Tom Reed Wilson Has Words With, where I invite a celebrity chum to share their unique vocab and take on language with me. It's my wordy podcast. I'll be talking with friends from around the UK and beyond, exploring their lives and their landscape of language. I have a treat in store for you today. A friend of mine who is a man of a thousand voices, if not more. Impressionist, comedian, singer, performer, and rather dishy chap, Luke Kempner. Luke and I first met on Big Brother's Bit on the Side, but have many connections. I know his spouse and his darling sister, Suze. Luke started out on the West End stage, but began to flex his comedy muscles when his Downton Abbey impressions went viral. Since then, Luke has proved a hit on Love Island After Sun, Murder and Successville, and Bit on the Side. He originates from Hawley in Surrey, And his wife is from Scotland. I wanted to talk with Luke about the various words used in his home. And of course, hear all about the accents he performs so perfectly. As ever, I start with a bespoke poem. Each week, I have guests here from corners far flung to probe and to tease and examine their tongue. But this man has nigh on a million voices, so which one to pick? My impossible choices. He's downstairs at Downton, he's bit on the side. From Trump to Dame Maggie, his vows quickly glide. With this masquerade, it's impossible, surely, to find his real voice, which I hear is from Hawley. A voice that can mimic, but sing deftly too, in Les Miserables and Avenue Q. Yes, there in his gob lie his plasticine pipes, and soon they may morph into show-busy types. So welcome their owner before they begin, and be still my heart, for Luke Kempner's popped in. Hello! (laughs) How are you? (laughs) You do hail from Hawley, don't you? Yes. And is that a very broad accent, or is that a fairly diluted, subtle accent? It is the most boring of accents amongst my canon. (laughs) I would say. It's just this. It's not a well you dip in too often. No, because no famous people come from Hawley. (laughs) Me and my sister, you know. And we're only famous in the Hawley life anyway. Well, you've put it on the map, big time. Finally. Well, you have, doing a poem about it. (laughs) Tucked just inside Surrey, isn't it? Yes, yes, exactly. Zone 7. 
Yes. Mm. <laughs> oh, so it is on the line. No, I just call it Zone 7. <laughs> <But yeah. laughs> oh, I, yes, there isn't one. Gosh, I'm being very vacant and slow <laughs> today. But it's when people used to say, oh, where'd you come from? I'd go, oh, from London. And they're like, oh, really, where? Zone 7. <laughs> greater, greater, greater London. <laughs> exactly, yes. yeah. And your spouse is from greater, 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 greater London. In other words, Scotland. <laughs> yes. Exactly. She's isn't in she? Edinburgh. She's an Edinburgh. Yes. <laughs> so you have very divergent tongues oh, in your yeah. household. Well, our kids will have horrendous accents, I imagine. Oh, it'll be a beautiful melange. Yeah. <laughs> it really will. Uh, yes. And the turn of phrase. Yes. Because there are some that I think are wonderful. Like um, Amanda used to say to me, um, I'll chum you to yeah. the shop. Yeah. Which I think is lovely because yeah, you're right. being a chum, aren't yeah, you? exactly, yeah. In accompanying Yeah, you. I like that one. But yeah. there are some that to me are illogical. Like um, when somebody says... I'll see you at the back of five. Yeah. I always think, well, on a clock, yeah. that would be just behind five. I know. But actually, it's just after. Just after I five. still don't get it. <laughs> I don't get that one. I don't get the, um, I don't get that they call fizzy drinks juice. Oh, yes. So it's like a juice. And, and I think, well, orange juice, <laughs> fruit and barley, <laughs> but not Green. an iron brew, you know, <laughs> uh, but they call everything juice. And the other one, I don't know if Alana says mm. this, but Amanda always used to say to me when she needed to kind of release her bowels, mm. she used to say, I'm off for a jobby. Yeah. And I always think, well, that sounds like constipation because it's sort of More a, a job. job to get yes, it out. Yes, you know? a chore. But can I like, I can that. Oh, like, that's I know that. brilliant. And I yes. use that now. Yes. And I think this, you'll like this as well. The one that I really like the Scottish people do is a way of encouraging conversation. Yeah. So they'd be like, um, so, so it'd be things like, oh, you love language, eh? Oh, yes. And, and it makes you, where I would probably go, you love language. There's one that Alana specifically says. Oh, right. Um, and I don't know how ubiquitous this is in Scotland mm. or Edinburgh, but... She, I've retained it always. Oh, really? She says, allow yourself. Oh, yeah. She which does. I adore because yeah. it, nothing is an equivalent here, is it? No. You know, be free. Let yourself yeah, do allow it. Yourself. Yeah. Allow yourself. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. I adore that. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Now, we must talk about Bit on the Side because, yes. you know, after all this interconnectivity that bound us before mm. we really knew each other, mm. we kind of surpassed all of that there, yeah. didn't we? In, independently. But it was wonderful because, you know, everyone was like, oh, this is Tom Reed Wilson. And we were just sort of like immediately friends. Yes. And yes. it was really nice that we were both sort of working on it quite regularly. Yes. Other than right and probably the most. Yes. You know, so then it was nice. We were just knocking each other's dressing room door. Yeah, and, the bots boys. And sitting we, we were the bots boys. Yeah. And I was sort of a... A, a roving reporter yes. and digital correspondent, but Luke was their resident comedian mm. and impressionist, mm. weren't you? And what he had to do that I just marvelled at was you had to really get to know every housemate's accent mm. in about three days, didn't you, to go on and do your first set? The first set, I would always try and get at least sort of eight of them. And it was... The, the way I work out with impressions is there's some that come very, very easily. You know, someone like Andy Murray, you know, I worked out he's Scottish and then I know <laughs> where to place his voice and then add that graph to that and that is, then I've got that character and then then it's just finding stuff from him <laughs> that I can make funny about that. Um, so then there would be some within, you know, someone like, you know, I'm trying to think like someone like Kim Woodburn who should have, you know, such a character <laughs> that you would quite easily take from. Yes. Um, but then there would be some that would take sometimes two or three weeks. Yes. And and I would I would 
the first series I used to panic. I said, well, what if I can't get them? Where then, you know, experience made me go, do you know what? Something will come. And even if something yeah. didn't come, there would be at least one line about them <laughs> that was funny. Well, someone you didn't have to rush on mm. because you watched him week after week being marvellous, as indeed I did and learned so much from mm. him about hopping from autocue to oh. live interview to panel yes um was dear dear rylan yes and you do a very good rylan don't well you? i think like you know i remember doing rylan was one of the first sort of celebrity impressions i did because i did a, a, a x factor youtube video because that's how i started was on youtube yes with downton yeah right? with downton yeah so yes. um you have to do your maggie because she's of my course. favorite it's so lovely to be with tom reed wilson <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> takes me back um but you know the, uh, the but right i remember doing an x factor video that was called like the excuse factor and it was like it i had people like james arthur who i've since befriended and yes. um and rylan and it was all them sort of doing their excuses and Rylan did that brilliant scene where he cried and it was just like oh my god are you serious drop me out I don't believe it oh my god I love it is that my oh my god and like I just talking Rylan. as Rylan through a cry is 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 very good fun that sort yes. of oh my god I love you Tommy Wilson <laughs> and also the way he says my name he goes it's like hey, everybody <laughs> um, do you think being a singer helps that because I know at the Royal Academy we were taught to imagine crying to tilt the yes, larynx of course. And, yes um which you do. Yes. I think singing, I think being able to um, be musical, I think helps with impressions. Because I think all accents have got a tune to them. Yes. So I think being able to hear that tune in the same way that we could hear a, a diminished fourth. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and the way you could repeat that is yes. the same way as being able to repeat, you know, someone like Christopher Biggins is so, you know, there's got that wonderful kind of <laughs> voice and you hear where's his toes and it's, you know, is he here or is he here? You know, and you can, <laughs> that's a tune really. It is. And it's just it you attuning into And I into often it. think that. I often think, oh, they speak in a minor key or they speak yeah. oh, in a major key. Yes. And I think musically about voices before I think about sounds actually, mm. about vowels sounds or diction yes. or any of the other elements yes I mean what do you start with do you start with the melody I definitely start with mine's just accent I'm at ballpark accent mm. anyone I'm trying to work on I'm like where do they come from yes because then even if someone like um Kim Woodburn who comes from Liverpool yes but you know she doesn't talk like that you know so no. you don't so but then you hear but you you know she does have the occasional Gosh, thing. Yes, so you've then, just diluted it terribly. And it, and it, but it's still your way in. But even like... That's if, most extraordinary. And it's even like someone like Michael Gove. I had to do a thing called yeah. The Brexiteers. Yes. And it, I was playing Michael Gove and he's Subtle got a Scottish. Scottish. Yes, yes, But, yes. you know, most of the time you don't hear it and then you suddenly hear the ever so slight rotic R or something oh that will... Goodness. Just an ever so slight thing. That, and I think if you can add those, that's when people You're really You're like go, a mixologist, ah. Luke. <laughs> Yes, because it's like, oh, I know, I'm just going to put a measure of gin. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> exactly. no, that's too much, that dominates. Yeah, you know? but it's interesting because I find if I need to get low for something like Mr. Carson, <laughs> so to speak, <laughs> I, I but, can't help it. You, you twinkle at me yeah, inadvertently. No. <laughs> you do. <laughs> of course. He does twinkle at me, listening. You yeah. have to take my word well, for I did it. Anything to get I never tell a lie. <laughs> but, um, but Mr. Carson <laughs> from Downton Abbey, um, Jim Carson. Oh, I know him. Yes, oh, and Imelda. Yes, oh, really? yes. So his voice, I love that she was in the movie. Oh, I know. Oh. But, um, you know, the fact that he is so, you know, so down there, oh, Mr. 
terribly person. And it, yes, Mrs. Patmore. And, you know, <laughs> but like, really, for me, his actual voice is so low and bassy yeah. and, and a lot older than mine. You know, I think, you know, when I'm 60, it will be a different voice than it is now. But that's got what singers would call tilt in mm, it, hasn't it? Because yes. you sounded like a tenor then. Yes. You sounded operatic. Yes. And it is, actually. And when I did, I, when I, in my original Downton Abbey show that I did, there was a song in it was, you can turn anything into a musical. And <laughs> when Mr. Carson sang, he was my favourite voice to sing because obviously you just sing as Mr. Carson. And that actually that's, like you say, it's just operatic. No, it's Bryn Terfel, isn't it? You know? I'm just so enjoying producer Rue. He's just dazzled. Uh, confused more than dazzled. <laughs> I want to talk about those hurdles that seem yes. insurmountable because I've always been fairly good at regional accents, mm. but I can't do Birmingham. I can't do it. It's an absolute block for me oh, mentally. Really? And I wonder if you have ever had that. I mean, in, I read an interview with you once where you said that you really, really battled with Louis Theroux. Yes. And you couldn't get it and couldn't get it. And then suddenly you unlocked something. Yes. I mean, with accents, it's interesting because there's some that I can't brilliantly freestyle in. Yes. So, so Geordie, I find... Oh, I find that tough. I find that tough. But then if I'm doing, I actually find if I'm doing ant, uh, no, sorry, if I'm doing deck, yeah. then that's not too hard to find. I can probably try and, you know, I can sort of hear my way through. Yes. And that's not too hard. But if it was written down for me, I would be, I'd find it quite easy doing Geordie off a script. Isn't that curious? Because, mm. because it's linked to his character and therefore mm. it unlocks it for you. Yes. So maybe as an actor... If you were reverting to your acting, you'd yeah. have to sort of channel someone. Oh, no, but I do. And, and, and sometimes they'll say to me, you know, I'll be doing a voiceover and they say, oh, can you do it in this accent? And I have to secretly <laughs> think of a celebrity to try and unlock my... I think it's just because <laughs> I'm so uh, trained into doing that all the time now. How did you unlock Louis? Louis well, Theroux? with Louis, it was sort of... I kind of... He was sort of finding that kind of... Space, you know, is that okay? That's weird, isn't it? Do you know, and I heard, I heard this wonderful interview doing. We were just talking about it actually before we started with, with Adam Buxton. Yeah, and he did this interview and he talked about how we would always go, go on, and and then I started doing that, go on, and that really unlocked it for me. And it's kind of, I just enjoy it, you know. Is it kind of putting that breath? That's sort of weird, isn't it? That's strange. I don't know. Producer Rue is dazzled right now. <laughs> he's okay? dazzled. Producer Rue is kind of, I don't know where he's holding his microphone facing nowhere near. That's kind of strange. It's not good for the listeners at home. But yeah, and, and I, do, I really enjoy And oh also, my. for me, that all of the voices I do come from a place of me finding them interesting and finding, yes. you know, something about them really fascinating. And used to, it always annoys people, especially in Big Brother. <laughs> and then contestants would go, oh, you, you didn't really get me, you didn't get me. And I'm like, that's because there's nothing about you, dear. You know. <laughs> So, uh, you know, and, and, you know, it'd be, it'd be people that in, they would go, you know, oh, you annoyed you didn't get me. And I'm like, no, darling. <laughs> you know, like, but. Can you um, find a way into me? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> so to speak. Darling, I mean, you have just one of the most excellent voices it's an absolute joy because the character and you know i've always found with you is that you have such a wonderful use of language it's actually quite hard to write because i don't know all these words it you know what it reminds me of darling is russell brand because he has an excellent use of language and if i want to write those things down well i have to spend a day on it how do you find that? He, he is the one talking. I'm the one laughing. <laughs> Just so you know, listener. But how do you find it? Because some people find it. I've had people go, that sounds nothing like me. And then their friends go, well, it does. And I, so I know. A nerve and that thing. always happened in I the probably, studio with you. Yeah. That happened in the studio. Oh, yeah. that all their family and friends would say, that's mm. absolutely it. And the person would be going, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no. And like you say, no, mate, you just yeah. didn't get that. And then it's But funny. actually, everybody that knew them intimately mm. would say, he's spot on. It's a funny thing because actually, it re- you know, it, it is flattery. You know, if you've got something enough about you that you can do an impression of, that's flattery because it's Have you it's heard interest. Betty Davis on that? No. Well, Betty Davis was probably the most aped actor in history mm, mm. Um, from All About Eve and Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. And she said for the first third of her career, nobody would mimic her. And she was terribly worried about it. Oh, really? And then suddenly drag queens and comedians started aping her. And she said, finally, I've got things that are distinctive of enough course. about me to make me mimicable. Yes. And I, for a long time, didn't do impressions of people that I didn't like. It would always be people I liked. Yes. Because I found it quite hard to be funny about people that I didn't like because I felt that it would come out too mean. You know, not even mean because they probably deserved it. But it it was sort of, (laughs) but then it's, but then I have, so I think I always have to find something that I enjoy about someone. So someone like Donald Trump. I was just going to say. See, I don't like Donald Trump, but you know, there is, he's got such a great, Voice a great character. It's fan- it is a it's a great character. Fantastic. Great to be with Tom Reed Wilson, one of my favorite guys. You know, and it's sort I wouldn't of be sitting here if it was the real McCoy. No, no, you're <laughs> quite right too. But the thing is, is I remember when I first heard him, a sort of the word enjoy is probably wrong, but listening to his speeches and and going, well, there is a character here. But he is fascinating because he, he has to use his voice because actually, if you examine what he's saying. <laughs> it's well, really quite banal absolutely and quite vacuous and, and so he has to use awful. stress and yes. he has to use intonation mm. to actually convey the message and there's a successfully. great there's a great um article i found with one of the writers of saturday night live 
who was talking about the Alec Baldwin Donald Trump. Yes, and they which wrote, is terribly good. Oh, isn't it's it? so good. And, yes. and it's and they talked about uh, the, the sort of Donald Trump lexicon, and it's sort of the, his use of language is really. Um, formulaic in the fact that he will use the same word again and again in a sentence. So if it says that were great, it's you know it's great to be here. It's a great microphone, great, really great, you know. And it and it, and it's and it's int- you'll notice he does that all the time. And yes, things like he, he, phrases like a lot of people have been saying that. Some people say you know a, a great deal of people have been saying that about me, you yes. know. And and so he'll use that thing because then you go. Oh, a lot of people have been saying that. Yes. We wouldn't because we wouldn't. But a lot of people go, oh, maybe they are. Yes. And it's and it it's is quite a clever. rhetorical trick, isn't it? Mm, mm. You map and charter all the regions, not mm. just domestically, but all over the world. I mean, mm. how far flung is your furthest flung accent? Um, have you done Oz? Yes. You know, I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> one of my best friends, Steen, is an Australian and I will always do his voice. Um, I love it. I mean, I, you know, well, just any accent I find really interesting. Uh, the only accent I don't find interesting is my own. <laughs> and so it's always, well, This you know, is interesting because do you think the neutrality of mm. that hawley tongue mm. makes it easier for you to diverge and morph into other people? That's a very because good question. Like, I guess if you painted a canvas crimson yes. and then you had to paint on top of that, it would take a lot of paint it to would. get the crimson to go, wouldn't it? So with me, beige. <laughs> I didn't mean that. No. I didn't mean uh, that. You're just a glorious gold. gold beige. <laughs> uh, I mean, a pharaoh and ball beige. Oh, but, but I think I... Oh, dear. No, but I think you're right. I think, I, I think it's because when there's accents that are quite close to mine, like someone like Sue Perkins is from Croydon. So yes. if I'm trying to do an impression of Sue Perkins, I just have to sort of, you know, make it about her staccato kind of voice, you know, and yeah. oh, on your, on your marks, that's it, wake. You know, but actually, <laughs> it's really near to my accent. Yes. So I find that very hard to do. Where you're right, when something's, you know, like as soon as I, you go into like a Yorkshire accent, it's so different from yours that yeah. it's a lot easier. And and it yes. and it it just feels different in in the way you wear it, you know. Yes. So it probably. I got a theory. Yeah. Speaking about singing again, mm. that it's about placement too, because mm. because when you analyse a mank accent mm. and maybe a, a Leeds accent, actually, um, it's sort of the same in terms of vowel sounds, yes. but it goes further and further back. Oh, doesn't right. it? Yes, but exactly. Know if yeah. That's, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I definitely think like, if you listen to like, you know, different American accents, you know, like New York can be quite at the front of the mouth and that's, you know, that's yes, your thing. Yes. But if you go like right back, that's like California because they're so relaxed and that's kind of more yes. kind of Venice Beach, you know, oh my God. You know? And yeah. you're right, it's way back. And I think it's a laid back thing. And maybe that's also a, a lead amount, you know, it's we're just a little bit more chilled out you know yes, where yes. where you know and the cities as well mm. and, and being coastal and all these Yo, all these things impact don't they yeah. i mean they say that birds have accents oh, and I even the birds that, yeah. sing faster in the cities because they imitate the traffic oh that's so gorgeous if you have a bird that's grown up in a field yeah it will be very chilled out yeah exactly yeah <laughs> um who is your favorite person of all to imitate do you have a favorite i do well, it varies, really. I, you know, it, you know, when, when a new, like, I, I, at the moment I've been working on Love Island and doing After Sun. So yes. then when there's a character within Love Island that really connects with people yes. and an audience, you know, that's why I love doing it live. Because doing Anton live 
was very enjoyable because as soon as you started doing that girls and ha 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 ho 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 um, that's my mum she's my bum and as soon as the audience start laughing with that that's yeah. such an enjoyment and yes. I tell you the best ones is when you don't have to say who you're doing now I I disagree with people just you know people go if you have to say you're doing it's a rubbish impression because it's not true because I could just start doing anyone now yes and you you know out of context it's a big ask hard. for the mind isn't it to, to suddenly leave. go to, it's like guess what number I'm thinking of yes exactly so exactly. but when you know if you've said this is Downton Abbey so yes. I'm going to do Downton Abbey voices then yes. you've narrowed it right down yes. Yes. and then if I start going oh Daisy come this way then you know it's Mrs <laughs> Patmore and I say oh no I'm going to have to sit down you know and and all <laughs> And for me, it's that getting that reaction and yes. then the joke comes yes. out. So really it varies. You know, I, I, I love doing Jeremy Kyle live on stage because I get to be this kind of obnoxious, arrogant, yes. strutting around the stage character saying, oh, you sit down, don't talk, it's my show. And being able to do all of that <laughs> is, a, is, a, is, a, is not me in real life. Well, with all that leaping about from person to person, mm. from region to region, mm. you must have cherry-picked the most amazing phrases and words that are indigenous to people. Yes. It's funny, Do isn't it? Do you have favourites? I mean, we've talked about the Scottish ones. Yes. I think it's, I tell you what, it's like, it's so random that I think, you know, if you said to me, do a Birmingham accent, like a lot of people do, I, you know, Birmingham, you know, yes. it's just saying that, you know, Liverpool, Manchester, Leeds. You know, I think like, <laughs> work, it's just saying the place gets name. Gets you it, in. It gets you in. Like, I know some people yes. have got that kind of, you know, or I'd make Cam Down or something like that. But I don't know. What about you? Oh, gosh. Well, Scottish is just full of them for mm, me. I mean, mm. the Barkov and yeah, Tromu. Yeah, Gettle is that new one for me. That Gettle. Space, space Ghetto. Yes. Space Ghetto. Darling, I've loved oh, having you I'm and feeding you chocolate cake. Oh, and it was very nice chocolate cake. It was very moist, Of course you can it? bake brilliantly, Tom. <laughs> well, course. actually, if you'd seen the original, it was a bit on the wonk. <laughs> <laughs> it was the leaning you tower too of pizza. Too <laughs> Typical, Tom. Um, oh, well, it's, it's, you've perfected it perfectly. Oh, gosh. Well, I've so nice loved having you. you. And we must do coffee. We must. We must. Rue and Joel are sat with me now just to digest that. I mean, it was wonderful, wasn't it? I have to say, I, I, I well, I'm interested to find out. Now Luca's left. Do, how do you feel about his impression? Because I thought it was spot on. I thought it was spot on. Oh, well, that's good. And what makes me absolutely marvel at him is not just the voices, but how he can turn on a sixpence. Mm. It's one thing to be able to do a voice, but to be able to move that quickly, it's that agility. And he's... Very witty as well. Very. I think it could be, you know, not that all acting is great, but I feel I feel like he, there's a real actor in there as well, isn't Absolutely. there? Absolutely. And writer, because I always used to say to him a bit on the side, the impressions are so good, people forget how excellent your mm. writing is. So he did say that, he, he mentioned at one point you were on the, both on West End, on the West End together. Well, I used to tour. I never reached those dizzying heights <laughs> other than in concert. And he was in Avenue Q. I think he toured in that. But I think he did Les Miserables in town. I think so. Oh. And he has the most beautiful voice. So rich and resonant. It's difficult not to resent that level of talent. Because I feel like he's just <laughs> showing off at this so point, isn't many, he? So many strings to his bow. It's so true. And, you know, talking to Luke got me thinking about all the words connected to impressionists. 
mimicry, from the Greek mimikos, connected to the mime artists who could create perfect depictions of activities, which evolved to include the voice as well. Dead ringer. A ringer was originally a horse entered under a false name or pedigree. So essentially, an animal lookalike. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember it's but one bonbon in the sweet jar. Hungry for more? Please do subscribe and perhaps leave a comment for me. I look forward to reading them. Oodles upon oodles of love. This has been a Monkey Kingdom and Acast production. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.